0: Welcome back. Part two. All right. Yeah, we got part two uh, of our, what did I say? 57 part series. Uh, 2024 marketing plan. Uh, Get your shit together now. Exactly. It was all analysis. Just get in
1: there, dig around, look at the numbers. Where are you? Where are the leads coming from? Who's your audience? Like, figure it out. Get your shit together. And then it's time to look ahead to what you're going to do with all that information. So that is what we're going to be covering today.
0: Welcome to Trade Secrets where we demystify digital marketing to help contractors get the most bang for their marketing bucks. This is for you if you're a contractor looking for actionable marketing insights. Learn from home services industry experts to elevate your business through simplified marketing strategies. Let's dive into today's trade secret. I think that was a good one. We didn't we didn't really talk that much on part 1 about kind of that competitive analysis, but um so not to take up this one cuz we're trying to trying to be a little bit more succinct but yeah it's uh you can learn a lot from your competitors who when when someone's doing it really well and and just kind of learn from them and then help that form your plan and how you're going to do it better and maybe get your own spin on things you know now that you have your information you've analyzed your what's going on internally the customer experience um you know when they when they do sign up to work with you where your leads are coming from, the quality of those leads, the whole what's working, what's not working, how do you know, um, that part's done. So now the fun part. Now you got to put together your plan for for the for next year, and maybe, you know, I guess Amanda, I think we talked about like this part is where it's like maybe you like back into it instead of saying okay. You don't want to start out and say, I'm going to post on social media. I'm going to post five days a week and I'm going to I'm going to devote like I'm going to make sure that I, I comment and engage 12 times every day on each platform, Like because that's that's where you're jumping into tactics without a plan. Like what that's that's the why, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Let's slow down. Why do you think that's going to work? Yeah. So um, setting the goal. And then deciding on the tactics is is kind of this next. Business. Backing into it so that you're you're being strategic and
1: you're not just guessing. Because at the end of the day, when we talk to con- a lot of contractors, it's like marketing doesn't work, or I tried SEO, or I tried this. A lot of times, that was how they went into it. They were just shooting from the hip, and of course, it didn't work. Um, and then they want, then they kind of feel like they can throw it in the pile of doesn't work for me and move on to the next. Maybe it's time to just. Look at the goals, like you said, back into them and you might even end up deciding there's a couple things that you might need to dust off that you tried a few years ago it, if you're being honest with yourself and you realize maybe uh, you went at it a little, a little too wild west and <laughs> maybe not strategically enough. So what do you need? What, what, what is your marketing goal? Do you need a certain amount like we talked about in our last episode as well? Are you just going into it and saying, I need 20 leads a week? Why do you need 20 leads a week? Is it because you've looked at your close rate and you know that to get to the, the, your ultimate goal of the year, you've got to you gotta get 20 because you're going to close 80% of them and all that? Sure, all well and good. But also, what's the quality of those? Like Maybe every once in a while you're getting some big commercial job that comes in that's six times larger than some of the smaller jobs that you get. So it's not always going to be just a flat, easy number. I could go off on a tangent about this, but, um, but at the end of the day, what is your marketing goal? What, what numbers do you need to be hitting? And what does your marketing need to be? What portion of those leads does your marketing need to be providing outside of what your sales guys are doing or what, you know, your
0: other efforts are doing to get you to your goal? And I think you, you just like brilliantly touched on a couple things right there. You talked about like the close rate and you you know talked about that integration of sales and marketing like this is the time to it isn't just about marketing like we we always talk about like well everybody in your company should be part of marketing number 1 but number 2 like that sales and marketing relationship is so important you can you may have done you know the analysis and and stuff but really part of that should have been like talking with your sales team and like what's working for them and like what are the quality of leads, you know, what are they saying about the leads they get maybe from the office versus like those self-generated leads. Um, but because that integration is important and if, and if they do have like a horrible close rate, you know, maybe your overall strategic plan has, has, should have some budget for like sales coaching, right? There's a ton of great sales coaches out there that, um, can, can help increase that close rate so that you're not needing those 56 leads a week or whatever, knowing that you're not even going to close, you know, 50% of those. So, um, so that's a really, really key point when you're looking at your marketing goals, um, thinking of how they can integrate kind of seamlessly with the sales teams and the sales goals and like kind of, um, again, reverse engineering, like what, what is working and then just doing more of that, um, this year, but yeah, getting there. Cause no matter what marketing goals you set for the company, you are going to need to get everybody's buy-in and especially the sales team's buy-in. From a digital perspective, I can tell you reviews. We need reviews. You need reviews. You need, I say, in order to perform really well with SEO and local SEO, we need reviews. We need reviews with pictures. We need reviews in the areas you want to work. We need reviews from projects that you love and want more of. You as the owner, um, you might not, you know, you can, you can send a follow-up, but your sales team, your project manager, you're one that, you know, your people that are talking to the homeowner every day, like, you need their buy-in with whatever marketing goals you set. And, and there's a lot of, you know, really smart people out there that will kind of coach you and help you get that buy-in. But ultimately everybody has to know what the, what the goal is. And as always, if they understand what's in it for them and they're incentivized that, you know, that tends to help goals, people get to that, that finish line on goals a lot, a lot sooner. But, I think that um and I think my point with the marketing goals is just having the entire team's buy-in on it or you know you're going to be like a lone man trying to like pull a train up a mountain it's it's just it's not uh it's not going to be the best use of your time if you try to do it alone.
1: Absolutely. But okay, so the other thing you got to do too, maybe you've set those marketing goals, you, you know what success is going to look like from your marketing plan. So, it's time to really think the next two things we're going to talk about are budgeting and putting the plan together, and it is kind of like chicken or the egg here with that one because it might be hard to assign the budget until you know exactly the whole breadth of your marketing plan. But you probably have a pretty good idea of what you can comfortably afford at your current at your current, you know, burn rate for marketing for next year so it's a good idea to just kind of sit down at the table knowing kind of what you're comfortable spending knowing it might have to go up a little bit or go down a little bit as you put the plan together but you need to come into it having a pretty good comfort level with what you're willing to invest in the marketing and then it's time to really lay out what it is you need you know maybe it's maybe next year maybe you're really happy with your website and all that and all you really need to do is figure out how to drive some more traffic to it and get more people to to pick up the phone and call you guys great that's what's what your marketing cam, marketing plan can encompass. But maybe you do need a new website. Maybe your sales guys are complaining all the time about how embarrassed they are to send people to the website. That it doesn't it it doesn't serve the purpose that it needs to. It doesn't reflect what you know who you are as a company, and especially if that if a new website is going to fall within that marketing plan talk about the time to get your shit together because if you you know if you want if you want a website in Q1 or even Q2 of next year it is time to start picking that vendor it's time to start to really start planning and you know pulling that obviously you got to pull the whole marketing strategy together but if if part of that is a website it's You know, just like if you have a a homeowner come to you and say they want they're going to want their entire kitchen remodeled next year, you're like, if you think it's going to be ready for next summer, you you need to be in my plan. I need we need to be planning in Q1. So (laughs) same thing with your website. You got to treat it that same way. Look at it like a project that you would be managing.
0: Yeah, and and that goes for like anything. I think now, obviously, the planning so it can be implemented and maybe like kick off in January, Um, but. I think having an expectation for each piece of the marketing plan is also critical. So if you decide, you know, in your marketing mix, you want to incorporate SEO and paid media and social media and email marketing Having a real ex- realistic expectation of when you're going to actually start to see some ROI on those marketing channels is imperative. There are pieces of marketing that are branding, you know, top of mind awareness, and really drilling your brand into a customer's name so they they know you. What is it? No trust and like you. Um, email marketing is part of that. You know, you you may not get a lead every time you send out a monthly newsletter, but you're reminding people of who you are. So understanding the value of each piece of your marketing mix and having real realistic expectations on when you're going to see some ROI and how you correlate that ROI. You don't need to write that down, but just have that in mind. Like, you know, if you need to fill your pipeline right now, immediately, SEO is not going to be the most important piece, but you need to know that it takes nine to 12 months before SEO is going to start to work for you and start to yield results. So, if you need your pipeline filled, maybe you have more of an aggressive paid media strategy that you're gonna implement right away. You know you're gonna spend kind of a boatload for three months, start to fill the pipeline for everybody, and then wean yourself off of that and then and then you know as that happens, hopefully, maybe your SEO cadence starts, starts to pick up or whatever else you're doing. Maybe you want to invest in direct mail marketing. It's the consistency in the marketing channel that you choose that's going to make it effective. Um, and I just bring up timelines because if you launch a website and you let it sit there for five months and then you're like, well, where's all my leads from this? I see I'm gaining in keywords. I'm gaining organic traffic. I'm gaining in search positioning, but my leads aren't there. You're not really giving it enough time to, to do its job.
1: Absolutely, and to that point too, if you are spending money in all these areas and it is you know a good chunk of your your the money that you have you know you have there to invest back into your company, talk about all the more reason that you do need to be educating your salespeople, your administrative staff, everyone who's going to have a touch point with any of these potential leads. They need to understand what an investment is being put into them, and that might that will ideally help with the close rates, with the customer experience. If everybody understands why well, we've got a lot of skin in this game, this isn't just some casual call that just happened. Somebody didn't just drive by and pick up the phone. Like we've, we have, we are really investing in these and, and really put it on everybody to have ownership and making sure that you get those across the finish line, because you know, we, it's, Especially when you're spending paid when you're paying for that traffic, like oh my gosh, it it is so critical that everyone is on board with making sure that you are nurturing that lead from start to finish. Sure, they're not all going to close, but it's everyone needs to know that the close rate needs to be a lot higher on those leads because you're spending a lot more money on them. And ideally, they'll they'll lead to more referrals and all kinds of things and continue to pay off down the road. But now is the time if you're really making marketing a big focus for 2024 to make sure the whole team is on board with um, just. We're just really loving on those leads and making sure they make it through the funnel.
0: Yeah, and and to your point, tracking to track where they're coming from. We with our clients, we definitely have updated you know those form fills from the paid media landing pages to say paid lead. So it might be somebody else's turn in the office; it's on their rotation, but their close rate is 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 not great. You might give that paid lead to someone who's got a much higher close rate because you just paid maybe $200 for them to come to your website and to convert and you don't you know you don't want to lose that um so tracking w- for marketing is is so important I'm sure everybody knows this but you know maybe you don't know there's ways to to track you know a paid lead versus an organic lead from your website maybe they're all coming in on the same form so just just knowing that there's ways to track that specifically um and even tracking you know I don't know if you're, if you're like running a billboard in an area, it sounds like, how do I, how do I track my ROI on a billboard? There's ways to do it. So, um, you know, as you roll out this marketing plan, just making sure that whatever it is that you do is, is tracked, you know, to make sure that you can look at that ROI, even though with something like branding, it's, it's so hard to have a direct correlation, but, you know, we talk about social media, which is more and more important. Like we, we use it. Our agency uses it as kind of a tool of SEO and we don't promise to make you an influencer and and grow your brand, but it's good for top of mind awareness. Good to have fresh content on there. Um, But engagement in those social posts is really important in order for your content to get served. But is it so important that you're going to hire a social media coordinator who's full time creating video and content and posting three times a day on seven platforms? I don't know. It's something you got to look at with your business. I've seen some contractors out there who have some really good-looking social, and they they definitely invest in a lot of video, and, and it looks awesome. But, I, I mean, I don't know what kind of leads they're getting from it. Probably, you know, they, they must be investing for a reason. So it's it's just a matter of, like, who's your audience, where are they, Meet, meeting your audience wherever they're at, you know?
1: A hundred percent, and on the tracking topic as well – you know, in our last episode, we talked a lot about just this time of year being the time to analyze and kind of decide what's next. If you'd put the, you put may, that, maybe right now you, you, you're you doing the analysis and you're a little frustrated because you don't have all the answers and you, you you can't really put the whole puzzle together. Talk about now's the time to do it. So this time next year, you're going to, the guesswork is out of it and you 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 have a much better look at your, your acquisition channels and where stuff's coming from. You know, you can put call rail tracking in place and that will tell you you can go back and listen to the quality of phone calls and you can tell where they came from, whether it was organic or through a paid ad or things like that. So if you don't have that oversight now, now's the time to put it in place and it'll only make your marketing that much stronger and more data driven moving
0: forward. Excellent. Excellent point. I I think I get lost in that sometimes too. And I forget that it doesn't have to happen immediately. You know, I, I, I kind of, I start, I, I start to do that. So excellent point that it just, not a big deal. Just get it in place now. And like you said, like, or, or before you start 2024, make that a goal. Just be like, I just want to make sure Google analytics is set up correctly. Now that they switched over to the, to GA four. Um, and, and maybe, maybe that's your goal in terms of tracking or in call rail, that would be a really, really critical piece I think to listen to as an owner. I would, you know, yeah,
1: we'll listen to them and then I'll send them links to the ones that I find concerning or that I think they might need to to, you know, give some coaching internally. That's a quick way to 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 really get rid of some bleed real fast if you just suddenly realize some this certain person shouldn't be on the phone or maybe you figure out that your answering service is not cutting it, like it's a real quick easy way to to, to figure out, you know, what your customer experience is like, especially at that critical first stage where they're probably comparing you and three other local competitors and trying to decide who they're going to go for. Talk about a quick way to figure out if you got if that's that's why you're where you're losing business, or you know, maybe you're like you're the one that's. It, I I have listened to some calls where people are like, oh my gosh, I'm just so glad you answered the phone. So maybe you're finding like, wow, we're killing it. Everybody else locally here isn't picking up the phone, and we're doing it. You know, yeah. maybe you need to tell yeah. that receptionist that. She, you know give her a $500 visa gift card cuz she's killing it or maybe you need to replace her so it's it's a quick easy way to to really improve business operations and track yeah. at the end of the day yeah uh
0: i think that's awesome so i think i think i think we've covered everything we wanted to cover on um part 2 here um some really valuable feedback i uh, yeah the the call listening is incredible anyways all right uh, so I think this, th- we're going to wrap up episode two. I think we've covered some good stuff here. Um, setting the goals, budget planning, timeline. Exactly. Get it in place.
1: You know what you're going to execute and, um, and then tune in next time. Cause in, in our final, final part of the series, We're going to go into execution and and analysis and just really following this marketing plan through into 2024 and
0: making sure you get the most out of it. Love it. All right. If you know anyone that uh, or if you found this helpful or think anyone you know would as well, please share it um, and we'll see you next time. That was today's trade secret. Thanks for listening. Did you find this helpful? We're just getting started. Subscribe and don't miss our next reveal. Until next time.